Hello, Thomas. What's up, Craig? Um, if anyone wants to support us, they can head over to our website, and there's a link to uh, Element, which is the supplement, electrolyte supplement that we use. They can uh, help us out, get some free stuff. We're doing a buy one, get one on all of our gear. Uh, or you can head over to the Patreon and join there, get some extra content, and help us out. So, we're getting... Never, there's never a shortage of news. Never a shortage of news. How a Marine vet killed his stepfather with an atomic wedgie. You know what an atomic wedgie is? I do, but do you know firsthand? I have a feeling you know firsthand with those sweatpants. Oh, they couldn't lift me up. <laughs> no way. Doesn't mean they got to lift you up. It just means they, <laughs> they got to get those those boxers up. Oh, I was you brief, briefs, man. <laughs> you were. <laughs> Listen, anything I wore was tight. All right, United just States. Just imagine those briefs just hold, screaming, out dude. Of <laughs> screaming. All right. United States Marines learn their own unique combatives in the process of becoming Marines. But the atomic wedgie is a move many of us pick up in our youth. It turns out that this, the most fearsome and humili- humiliating of all wedgies, can be just as deadly as any other martial arts move. Now, whoever wrote this has never been in a rear naked choke before. Uh, oh, this is this is old. Clearly, it's back in the still news. relevant. Still relevant. Marine Corps veteran Bradley Davis learned his disturbing this disturbing fact the hard way, or at least his stepfather did. During a fight with a 58-year-old Denver Lee St. Clair, God, is that a porn star name or what? Davis picked the older man up by his underwear and then pulled the undergarment's elastic band all the way up over St. Clair's head. That is legit, dude. Damn, talk about embarrassing. Yeah, unfortunately. Would you, get, would you rather have that happen to you or like it, just get knocked out? Knocked out. At least there's some like honor in that. Yeah. Like, hey, you put up your dukes, you got you got bested. <laughs> right? Unfortunately, the move killed St. Clair, which would lead to yeah, both I would much rather get knocked out. Yeah, which would lead to both a first degree murder charge for Davis. Oh, shit. And a study by the NIH, first ever study on wedgies. I mean, first degree murder, so that means intent. Like Well, they were fighting. I know, but I don't think anybody ever intends to pull the underwear over someone's head, atomic wedgie style, like as a, I'm going to kill you. This is my move. I mean, first of all. Seems like a manslaughter charge or something like that. So you're a Marine, right? You get taught hand-to-hand combat. You clearly got his back. I don't know this, but. Right, but like you clearly got his back. And instead of choking him out or hitting him over the head or whatever, you're like, I'm, go- I'm going for the underwear. I'm doing it. Like, how does that come about? <laughs> yeah, I, I, it wouldn't be my first what, choice. What are we doing, dude? Listen, I, it's not my fault that we're Next wearing thing you know, you're going to run on a treadmill and you'll be with your shirt off in the fire station. Like, uh, if you want this shirt, before. if you want this shirt, you can go ahead and wear it or buy it at our store. The Dash Shirtless in a fire station. Listen. I'm working out. I, I don't have time. I. You guys... <laughs> As surprised as I am. (laughs) There were other matters at play, okay? (laughs) So the Marine Corps veteran told his stepfather that he was a bully, and then things turned physical, according to reports. Davis said his stepfather got up and tried to punch him, but the trained Marine easily overcame his stepfather's attack, leaving the older man on the floor, and then he pulled his pants over his underwear over his head. Maybe it was more of just like a... I want to like defile. Oh, no, it's you. a finishing move, like Sub Zero, <laughs> Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Finish him. Right? He doesn't. He doesn't throw the rope at him, pull him over. He reaches in, pulls the underwear over. Uh, 
so basically, somehow the band made its way around St. Clair's neck, cutting off air supply and strangled him to death. I, I mean, at that point, I think you could identify that the dude can't breathe because the underwear. But maybe you're, maybe you are, you're just like in this intense struggle, you just don't notice. How do you prevent this from happening again? You don't wear underwear. Boom. Good luck trying to get it on me. So do you think the kids in school that repeatedly got the atomic wedgies stopped wearing underwear? Well, the nice thing about some of the shorts they're making now is your underwear is inside, like attached to your shorts. Well, then then that's still going to be the same problem. No. Now your shorts are coming over your head. No, you're not. You could pull. Yeah, they don't stretch that much. Okay. Thank you, Bird Dogs. How do we get sponsored by Bird Dogs? If you're out there, we want in. All right. Decrease wedgie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bird dog shorts. Yep. 57 swimmers fall sick and get diarrhea at the World Triathlon Tramp Championships in Sunderland. Sounds like some E. coli in the lake. Correct. Yep. That's easy. So at least 57 people fell ill with sickness and diarrhea after competing in sea swimming events in the World Triathlon Championships. About 2,000 people per, uh, participated. That's actually not that many. Out of 2,000 people? Yeah, I mean, 57. I mean, it's a lot. So are those the bad swimmers? Uh, the ones who are swallowing more than water than more than everybody else? No, they're the weak ones. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Or they got weak immune systems. But Maybe I'll tell you. They should have worn their mask while they swam. I'll tell you this, buddy. Don't just gloss over that comment. Like, <laughs> That's because I, I know the mask mandates are coming back, and it, it hurts my soul. It's not coming. It's coming. Uh, no. Um, hey, you heard it here first. It's coming. Tom's wrong. Nope. They might not be the worst swimmers, but they had a real rough bike and run. Ooh. Real rough, dude. Dude. You think it hits you that fast? Yeah, for sure. I mean, so how long is it? Are we talking like a... This doesn't half, say... Half Ironman, Ironman? I mean, because... It's not I mean, the Ironman. Three or four I, hours later, I could see that that run. Ooh, the Ironman man. is in, uh, in Kona, but... Um, yeah, but I'm just talking distance. Yeah, it doesn't say. I'm assuming that this is the Olympic distance which is not that long, you are going to be out there for at least a little while. Dude. Trying to run with bubble guts. You're shitting yourself for sure. I think so, yeah. Yeah, there's no there's no doubt. I wish I could turn the camera around and see that a horse just walked by when we're recording. It's awesome. <laughs> um, so basically, because uh, during the Ironman, like, I would say that, I don't want to say the majority of the people piss on the bike, but I would say a lot do. Like you'll be riding behind someone and then their butt will come up and they'll just start pissing like everywhere. Does the wind carry it back to your face? Well, you're, you're cruising, right? I know. So you got to, once I see someone's butt come up, whoop, <laughs> I'm moving over. There's to the no side. like special signal. Like somebody reaches back behind. No, there's, it. there's no, <laughs> like it's, it's coming. <laughs> Here come the waterworks. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna lead the front of this. Uh, what do they call it? Peloton. Yeah. Like I know you can't do that in triathlons, but you know it's like during a bike race if you you're leading it and you're just you just shit on everybody. Like yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave these guys at the end. That's that should be a tactic, right? I mean, yeah. There's a lot of reasons not to draft, and that is one of them. You know, because like your head's down and you're just like motoring on, and you're breathing heavy and you're breathing heavy, and then you just get. It's not good, Yum. man. Yum. But here's the other thing. Like, your water bottles are on that bottom bar. So, like, there's definitely some urine getting on that. Mm. I never peed on the bike because I ain't winning. 
So like I'll pull over and do what I got to do, but I can, uh, easily say that the porta potties at the start of an Ironman have to be some of the most disgusting. Oh yeah, man. And then these lines are really long. So people just smells of extreme nerves, nerves, protein, protein. (laughs) Yeah. And everybody's, um, last night pasta dinner. Yeah. Oh, totally. Right. Yeah. Got a carbo load. Uh, Italian man crushed to death by wheels of cheese. Look at that. Those are the racks of cheese that he got crushed by. Yeah. So it's legit, right? How much does each wheel weigh? I know you looked it up. It's going to get into it. Okay. So a man in Italy, I think how this is how every Italian dies. A man in Italy was- Well, it's eating the cheese. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Pizza, whatever. An Italian man has died after he was crushed by masses of Grana Padano cheese, firefighters said on Monday. I'm not even going to try. You know, I'll try. Giacomo telling you what you need in that Ciparini. situation is a fire. To melt the cheese? Melt the cheese right off you. All right. Giacomo Ciparini. Giacomo? I think it's Giacomo. I'll ask my wife. She'll know. Giacomo? I don't think so. Okay. But I'll ask her. All She'll right. know. 74 was checking uh, on the ripened wheels of cheese on Sunday when a metal shelf collapsed, collapsed in his warehouse, setting off a domino effect. The warehouse stored 25,000 wheels of cheese, each one weighing 88 pounds. Man, that's not how you want to go out. Firefighters worked around 12 hours to free him from the cheese. All right, so think about this. It's like a 100-foot like roll of 5-inch. Yes. And so you, 25,000 of those. Not, not that they were all on top of them, but. But if it took 12 hours to get him out, I mean, there's clearly so this a whole thing collapsed? Yeah. And is on top of them. Yeah. Damn. I mean, imagine what that looked like. Not good. Here's the question: Do they re- do they sell that cheese? Was it shrink wrapped or? Well, it's got a rind on it. Seal or whatever. It's yeah. got a rind. Sure. Sell it up. Except the ones that have are a touching book. them, right? Okay. Uh, it's unclear what caused the shelf to collapse in the first place, uh, but authorities suspect material fatigue or technical fault. I mean, that's a tough call to go on because there's no easy way. To move that much cheddar, you know that That's, you're doing uh, that by hand. I wonder what kind of like. I mean, so it's 88 pounds, but is there any like cushion? To I think it? it's. I think they're I think hard. Really hard. I think they're hard. Damn. I mean, that's a legit amount of cheese right there. That whole rack falls on you. You you wouldn't think that you know that would kill you you know but. Yeah, just being food, you know. Yeah, yeah, deadly. Florida mother tried to hire a hitman to kill her three-year-old son. Come on, these people are, you know, aside from it being like really fucked up. Yeah, like what? What an idiot! <laughs> That's where you went as an idiot. How about piece of shit? Well, I mean, just like obviously deranged, dumb. Yes. Yeah, should have never had a kid. An 18-year-old Miami woman accused of trying to hire a hitman so to kill her three-year-old. 15-year-old. 15-year-old. Yeah. A woman appeared before a Miami-Dade County judge Wednesday following her arrest on charges of solicitation of murder and unlawful use of communication devices. So you're a hitman. That's You think you think most hitmen draw the line there? Like I think most. It's not every day that you get a solicitation to kill a three-year-old. I mean, like what baby or women anything. and children, right? Isn't that like 
part of the code, the hitman code. Yeah, but I mean like I mean a kid who's helpless, right? As opposed to what? Well, I'm just saying it is like an a three year old fight fight back like an adult, you know? All right, well let's say I'm it's just a- saying that I would think they <laughs> I have morals. <laughs> yeah. I don't do that type of stuff. I also don't think that you're gonna find a real good hitman on the internet. No. Right? That's like a word of mouth, like, hey, I got a I got a guy. Not like Dear Google. And so apparently this Miami date officer was running a hit-for-hire website. To, to get people? To get dum-dums. It's like, let's make this website. Oh, got another one. How much do you think she was willing to pay to Two, murder somebody? $2,000. $3,000. That's unreal. I mean, I'm sure for her that's a lot of money, but like, and it is a lot of money, but not to murder someone, let alone a child. Pay you 3000 and yeah. You'll be set for life. Yeah, exactly. Full set for life. Not quite, lady. <laughs> the woman listed that she wanted to, quote, to get something done once and for all, end quote, as the reason for hiring a hitman. She provided an address where the boy lives with his grandmother and a recent photo of him and her phone number. So she doesn't really have custody of him. No. Uh, kid lives with grandma. She sees him, like, every once in a while. So... Uh, judge told the woman not to contact her son. Shocking. Um, who's staying with the grandma right now? People, dude. Flat Rock Sergeant arrived at crime scene armed, intoxicated, and vomiting. He faced no charges. <laughs> well, I want to uh, hear the story, Craig. All right. I want to hear everything. <laughs> Gibraltar, Michigan. An intoxicated Flat Rock Sergeant drove his police vehicle to a crime scene, was observed stumbling and vomiting, and later aimed his gun while searching for a shooting suspect. He was neither breathalyzed or charged for a crime. The incident took place... You can just see him sitting at the bar. Oh, he was at home. Whatever. Home. You know? Having some cocktails. Watching Jeopardy. Gets the page. Oh, we got a perp! (laughs) Let's go! I'm going! Where's my gun? Load that fucker up. You know he was wearing it. He's probably cleaning it. Yeah, yeah. You know? Let's do this. Yeah, I'm dr- ready. Drinking White Claws. Yeah. Uh, when officers from Flat Rock... <laughs> I'm Jab- pretty sure he's drinking... He's not drinking White Claws. Natty Ice. Yeah. Bush. Natty Bush Ice. Light. So one of, the scene, or one of the officers on the scene was Flat Rock Sergeant Brian Tetro. He was the department's canine officer, who's also... Was the dog drunk? Do you think he's drinking with his dog? Maybe. I mean... You guys do everything together, right? My brother got a dog drunk once. <laughs> he filled up a a uh, wa- like a water bowl with mm-hmm. beer and then put food at the bottom. <laughs> oh yeah, tricked him. And so what? What happened? Just, the like, dog got hammered. Just, yeah, like, running into walls. I'd uh, like to do that to my dog and then play fetch with him because he's super intense at the tennis ball. Oh yeah, I think it would be like you know when you do the you spin around circles with the bat, dizzy bat. Yeah, I think it would be like that'd be watching him chase the ball. Like he'd be just rolling over everywhere. If there were no bad side effects, I'd pay to see that show. What do you think the bad side effects would be? Well, I mean, dosing, I think would say it would be a problem because mm. you don't want to like, I'm pretty sure that's animal abuse. Okay. So, anyways. Well, I'm never going to try it, so no, it can't no, come no, after no, me. Absolutely not. Uh, just after 6 p.m., Tetro is seen on police body cam video stepping out of his black police SUV. Uh, at the time he pulled up, the alleged shooter was still missing. As one of the officers brings the sergeant up to speed, Tetro is seen adjusting his shoes. In the middle of February, with temperatures in the 20s, Tetro arrived 
to the crime scene wearing Crocs. Quote, didn't realize I was wearing Crocs until I left the house, <laughs> he is heard saying. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Uh, quickly, the sergeant and his canine began to search for suspects, first along the tree line and then deeper into the subdivision. Oh, so he's like out outside. All right. Um, so then he goes inside one of the homes and he is heard saying, anyone inside this building, you're going to get bit. Which does not seem like what a else was cop he supposed thing to, say? to say. But I mean, there's a dog. Oh, well, maybe if he doesn't say there's a dog, then it's like, yes, I'm gonna bite you. Guys, gonna come bite me? I don't know. This this fucker's crazy. So seconds later, the sergeant pulled out his firearm and aimed into the crawl space, but no one was inside. Tetro can then be seen struggling to put his gun back in the holster. <laughs> Drops a gun. Uh, an internal police investigation would later say that Tetro had an odor of intoxicants on his breath, reported uh, for duty under the influence, and appeared to be intoxicated. All he had to do was stay home. That's it, man. Like, what are you doing? You don't have to go. Well, you do, because, like, I'm the hero. It's a good uh, We got a job. Yeah, I got a job. Uh, I will say that in my volunteer days, we would have a... Uh, like a party every year they call the fireman's ball and you know people were known to get intoxicated at this thing and we had another department cover our city but there was a time that we all may or may not have responded to a fire <laughs> it was a, the most volley shit yeah. you could possibly let's imagine. go man exactly and then you guys get on scene. You're like, "Why are we here? Yes. Why did we? Why? Yes. Why did we put? Uh, that, that that seems we should still be there, dummies, man. You just want to do that back out of the scene. Yeah, exactly. Know? Like Homer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the city blacked out part of an email, but Action Seven News, Action Seven, obtained an unredacted copy revealing the uh, a woman said that Tetro vomited twice before stumbling after another officer. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. So, yeah, he's fine. Nothing happened. Didn't get a day on the beach. Nothing, huh? Nothing, man. Oh, sorry. He was suspended for seven days. Okay. A week on the beach. So, again, I think showing up hammered. Um, first of all, you're driving drunk. You are using a firearm. I mean, imagine if he shot the wrong I mean, the biggest offense by far the is wearing the cross. <laughs> right. I'm glad we agree. I think we're all on the same yeah, page there. Come on. <laughs> 